0: Welcome to the Totally Not Unhealthy Podcast, episode four. Uh, I sat down with my roommate. We've been living together for two years now. Um, She makes an income doing OnlyFans, and we get into that a little bit, what that looks like. We touch on the whole male-female friend dilemma, Um, and then we just talk about... Know, relationships, life, a little bit of manifesting, you know, working on ourselves, that kind of thing. So, hope you enjoy. Feel free to uh, introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's up? It's Riley. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm his roommate, the famous one, you
2: know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. We could just leave it at that. Um, I know this is definitely a hot topic in my life and some of this have come up a lot lately. It's like the mm. whole issue of male and female friends.
1: My goodness. I mean, even just like on TikTok, the last live I was on, someone was like, oh, is that your boyfriend? No, man. It's just like, it's just my roommate. It's my friend.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I think every single person that I've told, um, they're like, oh, what are you doing? Who are you living with? And I'm like a girl. They're like, oh, have you? I'm like, <laughs> Uh, no, that's For, my
2: favorite
1: one. Uh, Every single boyfriend of mine asks that too. Really, yeah, like almost all of them. Like They're like, very so really? like, kind of, yeah. They're like, so have like you and Bo. I'm like, no, dog, we're just friends.
0: Oh, see,
1: yeah. someone Look, like, is that your boyfriend?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> no, um, I think it's even funnier when. I tell them like exactly how we met and that it was on Tinder. Yeah. And that makes it even better. I'm like straight out the gate, it was like a friendship, but they they don't believe that. There's always a
0: side eye too. I'm like the awkward giggle and I'm like, uh Tinder, believe it or not. Uh I mean, I guess I could tell the story, might as well just to fill everyone in. Um that's when I was kind of a little bit of a deviant and mischievous and playing heavily in like the dominant submissive roles and I personally have talked to a lot of girls. I like had female friends that um, have had bad experiences with that. And sadly, there are a lot of shitty dudes that are either abusive mm-hmm. or they're like, oh, shit. Well, if I learn how to do this or I pretend to be this, I'm going to get laid because I'm such a tool. That yeah, they think that
1: they're like an alpha. Yeah. Like that's what goes hand in hand with these things. that like they're an alpha male. So they have to be like dominant, you know?
0: Sadly, it's, yeah, pretty not awesome, but alas, I started talking to you, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm kind of into this, and you said something about a guy you were talking to, and I was like, oh fuck, nope, don't oh, do that.
1: I wonder who it was.
0: I don't know, good luck, that would be some professional right? memory. Right, goddamn. But moral of the story, I think I was just lecturing, I was like, hey, look out, you don't want to do this, you don't want to get like, I'm, I'm looking out for you, and I think originally you were like... This dude's fucking weird. Like, what's his angle?
1: Um, kind of. (laughs) I was mainly just oh, like he's kind of cool, and then a little bit weird. Like, I can't like tell his vibe right now. And then I remember one thing that like, (laughs) I remember one of the first out, one of the first things I said to you was, um, oh, your name is Bo. My drunk name is Bo.
0: I forgot all about that until now. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, I was like, wow, of course it is. Yeah.
1: And, mm-hmm. like, I remember that, like, that was, like, one of, like, the kind of, like, first bonding moments.
0: Yeah, you're like, shit, what are the chances of that?
1: Yeah, and then you said, oh, damn, like, we can go rip it up, like, bow style or something like that. or like of Yeah. I'm like,
0: fuck. Yeah. And then uh, I guess kind of the rest is history. We kept in touch. It was just nothing ever than, like, friendly conversation. Mm-hmm. And what, two years later, a year later? Probably I was like a like, year and a half. I like think a year later, I was like, yeah. I need a roommate. But then I didn't, and you had reached out, but nothing came of it. And then two years later, you were like, yo, I need a roommate.
1: Yeah, something like
0: that. And it was funny because I was fine. I was chilling. I thought I was good. The guy I was living with um, saw a dude, but mm-hmm. we had our own little issues and this and that, and I was ready to not be living with him. I didn't realize it at the time, but things were building. It was a little tense, and um, I hadn't made any decisions yet. I hadn't done anything. And the day before you asked me if I wanted to be a roommate, uh, he was like, "Um, dude, I have this opportunity, and I'm going to go live alone downtown. It's a steal of a deal. I can't pass it out. And it was, I think it was the day before that, yeah, I was just, I told you, I was like, no, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm all yeah. I'll let you know if something comes up and yeah, the next and the day. Yeah,
1: the very next day. Yeah. I'm like, goddamn, okay, perfect. And like, the first time that we actually like, met in person was signing police papers. Yep. Which Pretty was much. crazy.
0: Okay, wait, so, we'll get into that. How did you know I wasn't a psychopath?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just had to, you know, guess. <laughs> yeah, Shit. I mean there's knives in the house if you were
0: yeah okay fair enough yeah Yeah. no I got asked that same to you kind of same thing another like side either like uh, you, right? met, you moved in with someone you just met for the first time you signed lease. I mean
1: a lot of people do that though true men or women true
0: yeah no good vibes I guess yeah <laughs> it's like silence no no they're not son of a bitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah there was one thing that I was kind of thinking of earlier like quote co- kind of like going with the whole like subdom thing. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how the other day I was talking about how I'm like, oh, I kind of like think I'm asexual.
0: Yeah. You still, still think that?
1: Yes, kind of, especially (laughs) from that, because it reminds me of like, it puts me back in that headspace I was in Mm -hmm. um, when I was going through that. And I didn't actually like that shit. Like I don't like being slapped. No, thank you. Like, don't. Like, so you just thought you had to. I thought, yeah, kind of like that. I had to, or that, like, that's what guys wanted. Like, they wanted like this, like submissive bratty type girl. Yeah. And I was trying to get into that, and like trying to find, like, like push myself into it, and like force myself to like it, because like I noticed like I was getting like a reaction from guys liking it, or like this and that, and
0: problematic. Just, I mean. Yourself, i say, yeah. right. And yeah. now I'm
1: just like, no, like it's my pleasure. Like, I don't care, of course, like I care about my partners, like if I'm with them, but like I'm like, no, like now it's mine. But even I then, know. like, it's not
0: <laughs> you gonna buffer this up, sound like a pillow princess, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I <laughs> no, am. That's good though, <laughs> that's, a, that's um, very good.
1: But then again, like, there's like, like I said before, there's not like that sexual need for like me to ever start anything,
0: mm-hmm. ever. Ever. You're reminding me right now of those moments where I had relationships where eventually my girlfriend would be like, oh my God, like, are are you going to initiate? Like, why are you not initiating? And it's like, um, because for the entire relationship, I've always initiated shit Mm. and you're not. So I don't feel appreciated. So fuck you. So bear that in mind. (laughs) No, no, I get that because (laughs) right
1: before you said that, I remember it being an issue in my first relationship with the fucking idiot. If you're listening, (laughs) um, I know he's not going to be, but whatever. (laughs) Um, I remember us like sitting on the couch and he was bringing that up. He's like, well, you never initiate. And like, like I said, like, I always thought it was a problem with me because it's not that I don't like my partner or like when we do get into it, it's not like I don't enjoy myself because I do, but there's like never like that sexual need to actually start something. Like, I'm fine just, like, cuddling and... Okay, there... so
0: let's cue, let's cue that back to the asexual bit. Because, like, realistically speaking, I, in my ideal relationship, um, like, I'll start things. Mm-hmm. And then she'll start things sometimes. And, like, I love that. And I'm mm-hmm. like a very physical person. I'm like, oh, you're going to just, like, be, like, dragging your nails down my leg? Oh, you're dragging your hand somewhere else? Perfect, let's go.
1: Yes. So... What I mean by, like, initiating, say, like, if, like, he's soft or whatever, most of the time, like, or I have to, like, consciously do it. I'm like, oh, like, I bet, like, he would probably like this right now. Yeah. So, like, do it, right? It's not that I'm like, mm, like, though. I need, I know it is, but, like, yeah. that's, like, a, like almost like a thoughtful one only because of, like, what I went through, like, with my other relationships, like, where so you're that just was So consciously
0: deciding to do it so you're being, like, an engaging partner.
1: Yeah, like, that's I'm trying, good. like, their love language, you know, because, yeah. like, it's not mine necessarily. And sometimes, like if they engage, it's like so hard to actually like get me in the proper mood, mm. which is like another issue because I'm just like like.
2: Uh, okay,
0: so riddle me this: in the moments in your relationships when you were like completely emotionally sati- satiated, like you felt loved, appreciated, but that's, I've never really felt like that. Oof. Well, see, that's problematic. <laughs> yeah. That's a little tricky. Even in moments.
1: Um, even when I, like, thought I kind of did, looking back, it just wasn't, like, a safe relationship the entire time, so I was never actually feeling those emotions where, like, I could just, like, fully feel safe with someone or, like, have that.
0: So I'm curious then because, like, living with you and, like, seeing you in some of your relationships, um, from what I observed and what I heard at the time, it seemed like you were, so is it, it, it was kind of... If you felt that at the time, why Mm -hmm. did the relationship continue?
1: I don't know. Sometimes I just feel safe. Or I like to see where things go with it.
2: That's right.
1: You know? (laughs) It's like, okay, well, I can play this out. Let's see. You know, maybe I can get another Gucci bag out of it or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can respect the hustle. Yeah, you, you, girl. Listen, Uh, listen. If
1: I'm going to get my heart broken, I might as well get a Gucci bag out of it. You can quote me on that. (laughs)
0: Oh, the handle is like megalomaniac, so like you gotta (laughs) stay true.
1: Exactly.
0: Um Yeah, I don't know. Like I played that game too before where I'm like, um, this feels pretty good or there was like elements where I was like, Yep. Like it's okay. It's okay. And I would kinda just tuck whatever other shit under the rug. I'm like, oh no big deal.
1: Well I kinda like remember being like at Jonathan's place and sitting. On his couch and just kind of like him being in the office and not even like paying that much attention to me and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I'm just like, is this what I want? Like, is is he what I, you know, going forward, like making a family, this and that, like, is he what I want in the long run? Yeah. Or does he just have things that I want in the long run?
0: I think if you're asking the question, exactly. you already know the answer. And yeah, then like sure. probably
1: two, three months later, we were broken up. Mm-hmm. Not Yeah, not even. So, I think I manifested that one, but that's okay. It just wasn't meant for me.
0: It was an experience.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, what happened? What was it when originally we just started living together? We, it had been like a month or two, and I come home, and you're like kind of giddy, and you're like, oh my God, there's yeah. this dude with a Lamborghini driving <laughs> three hours to come see me, and I was like, some, like, don't get me wrong, you're an amazing girl, and you're attractive, so like, this checks out, but at the same time, I'm like, something's fucking weird about that. You can just casually drive up on a weekday just to see a girl you just started talking to in your Lamborghini. Well, no,
1: it was a Sunday. Yeah. Because he worked the Monday. Okay. And then he... But he was like, um, not that I expected it, but, like, I brought an overnight bag just in case. <laughs> and I'm like, I, oh, I, I, okay, you can stay over. I think I just really want to dig for something. Or at least company. Maybe I mean, company.
0: You're like, okay, I can take company with the Lamborghini guy. And first and okay, I also want to clarify, that is some douchey-ass shit. I've... Don't be wrong, bringing an overnight bag is fine because I mean, I've done it. You never know yeah. what's going to happen. Mentioning it with like the girl not first inviting you, you're kind of a fucking wiener.
1: Yeah. Well, I think he kind of like, yeah, pretty much. He's like, or like, I, like I'm fine with driving back because like I have to work in the morning or something like that. I'm like, well, you can stay over.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, we'll just leave that. I mean, it's an experience, something you went through. Mm-hmm. What was your biggest takeaway from the whole thing?
1: The men are ass.
0: (laughs) As a dude, I completely agree. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: I don't know. It's just like, I feel like he was the relationship that I thought was the safe one. And then it was kind of like thrown back in my face. So I don't think I could ever let myself like feel that safe with someone again. And like give that part of myself to someone because I would rather like hold on to it and know like I'm safe within myself. And not like have to rely on that with someone else.
0: Okay so now I'm really curious about what I perceive as potentially happening so you were kind of doing like really good you were starting to like see people again you're like let's see what's out there you were feeling good about yourself you were in mm-hmm. a good place at the time I think what happened just from observing from the outside and meeting him a few times the dude there was really no personality he was just like a no. fucking hollow shell So what I think happened is, like, because, you know, you had been through shit and shitty relationships prior, you finally got to a spot where you're doing better in life, you were feeling Mm -hmm. good about yourself, and you, it was your energy, all of you, that poured that love into this fucking hollow shell, and what, you know, you were just reflecting yourself back to yourself. That's what you fell in love with. It wasn't this fucking dude. For real.
1: Well, and he was just kind of, like, hitting my love language, too, like, the flowers that he would, like, bring me, or, like, he would, like, send me, um like Starbucks this and that mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then like taking me like on the DDE rally like that was like all my love languages like I love doing car stuff like I love going out and doing this so like he was just like wooing me and then like once when he got me he kind of like stopped I mean it didn't help with like COVID and like it being winter time as well mm-hmm. and like not being able to do a whole bunch of stuff um and just kind of like sitting in the house which also wasn't good for a relationship but I don't know.
0: I mean I get it Uh, when I was working week on week off before I think a lot of my relationships um, not a lot of them per se but a lot of moments in them like they went on for too long and I didn't really really, like see problematic things Um, and I just went along with like the ride or the joy ride if you will Mm. because I'd be there for a week and we'd see each other a lot and I was like oh this is so nice and then I'd be gone for a week I get to forget about any potential nagging issues, any yeah. bullshit, and then I'm horny when I'm home, and I miss the person. off. Cool.
1: And then it kind of like teeters, and then you guys fight, and then you go away, and then it go you know. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it was a good
0: week, maybe it wasn't, whatever, and then I can kind of forget about it for a week, until shit gets so fucking bad, I'm like, alright, fuck this, I'm out of here. But I mean, I think that's most people in all their relationships, kinda. for the most part, you're like, yeah, these experiences and this time spent is enjoyed, so like, why don't we keep enjoying it?
1: Pretty much, I think that's kind of what it was with Jonathan. I was like kind of like hoping to see like where the summer would bring us, um, but then well, he just turned into a man horse, so it's fine. <laughs> um, Sorry about it. I mean, like I got the relationship I'm in now, mm-hmm. which I mean that one's kind of like a tough one just because like it is long distance and some people necessarily don't want to grow as fast as they need to just like as a human yeah um but it's fine
0: i think that's a good point we're touching on because like uh, as an individual and i think a lot of people are like this like you can almost see or feel the potential of your partner yeah you see them at their purest and like you love them for that and that's problematic
1: like you can lock it But it's kind of like stuck behind a wall you're like come on you're like come on you're breadcrumbing them to like growth
0: and to progress with their lives not not even because it's for you but you just want to see them thrive
1: i feel like i do that with almost all my partners though like i find their flaws almost and i kind of like brun like crumb it away whether it's like homophobia or just like misogyny like that's within them or you know this and that or like emotional problems i'm like it's okay like i can fix
2: you
0: that is the age old, you know, like, all right, let's pick a dude and fix him up, right?
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well it's the
2: worst.
0: I mean, it's a part of life. In my relationship That's I know it's the same thing. Um, you don't hear it maybe so much. Is mm-hmm. like the opposite rules reverse, but I'm kind of an individual that I always like to be moving forward and progressing and evolving and learning and being a better human. Mm-hmm. Um, And don't get me wrong, I've definitely fucked up and done some shit that I'm not proud of. But because I pursue that so hard, if I am with a partner that isn't equally there and they're stagnant or they're just content being Mm -hmm. with where they are, which is fine. But I'm like, you always
1: want to be involving, though, with who you are as a person Like you don't want to just stay stuck. Some people do. And I just don't get that. I'm like, why would you want to be in the same mindset as you were 20 years ago, 10 years ago, even a year ago? I feel it's
0: like safe, it's comfortable, it's familiar.
1: Yeah, but that's how people stay in their insecurities. It's how they stay in like this stuck mentality.
0: Mhm. It's not good.
1: No, it's not like good for your mental health.
0: It's not good for anyone. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's come back full circle here. Why do you think you're asexual?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Like I said, I just like don't feel. No, it could also just be. I've been on birth control for a long time. I've probably been on it for like two, at least two years, like straight. Um, that could have something to do with it.
0: I would agree. Would be curious to see what happens. And also
1: probably just like the whole safety thing. Like I don't feel like anyone can necessarily meet my soul safety needs in order for me to be vulnerable not even vulnerable just like horny like i don't nec- I'll necessarily feel horny so. i can go forever without feeling the need to pleasure myself which sucks for my only fans because like <laughs> i don't feel the need
0: if it's not authentic and it's forced it might come off a little weird exactly yeah. okay. so just the way that you said that I, th- I don't think you're asexual. I think that if those, like, you know, if you felt safe and those needs were satiated, I think it'd be, like, game on. But because you haven't experienced that, it's like, fuck no. Do you know what that looks like, Yeah, but though? that's, that's you know what those still being are?
1: asexual, not having those needs. is like, it, it's still part of being asexual.
0: I was going to ask, do you know what that looks like in terms of, like, feeling safe? Like, do you know what you need from someone to feel like that?
1: Um Yes, and no no in the sense of I don't How do I put this So I know that people it's not necessarily but they don't like make me feel safe. Obviously, like I wouldn't be with like someone in a partnership if they didn't make me feel safe in like some type of way, mm-hmm. and like peaceful in some type of way, or like loved in some type of way. Um, but it's just that like I think that there's so much trauma, like sexual, emotional, physical, that has gone in, gone on in my life that I just it's almost like that part of me is almost just like in cement so like it doesn't matter if someone like make does make me feel safe it's just like they're just like it's gonna be a block like they're just not gonna get through
0: yeah you know so so I'm curious Do you do anything Consciously Like yourself Like any active Things that you do To work towards Like potentially Uncementing that Bit by bit Or you just kind of You're like Fuck it If it happens It happens I'm just chilling I'm living my life
1: I don't even care If it happens Why? I don't know It's just not like A huge need in my life For me Like I Have a very sexual job Anyways Where like I hear a lot of What men are thinking About me Like and it's like this, no I mean, yeah, offense to everyone who's like this, but like first of all, I know my boobs look nice you, like, you don't have to be a creep about it, Mm -hmm. or like, you don't have to be creepy when complimenting me, you know there's like so many people who comment things like "Mm, I'd love to see like that juicy thing between your legs, like old ass men, like grandfathers fathers, uncles are like commenting this type of shit and I'm like why can't you be like oh you're very beautiful like that's totally different you know
2: mm-hmm. so i
1: think like that that seeing that just like even on my TikTok and not even just on my oh yeah. it's kind of just an ick like a big I, I i kind it's of find like, disturbing i kind of find sex just ick no it's so, like i don't care if that part of me is ever yeah. unlocked
0: so it's kind of like i see it as like almost an uphill battle for you because like what you're doing right now to make an income It's, like, a constant never-ending fucking ick. Yeah. Which, I mean, I get it. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day. She did OnlyFans. um, Started, I think, with pictures. And then she Mm -hmm. had, like, a bit of, like, content Mm -hmm. uh, with partner and whatever. And it was the same thing. She said that when she started doing content with a partner and actually filming stuff, that same thing. It kind of, like... It took the joy and the fun. Yeah, because the I you felt like you're
1: working. I mean, yeah. it's different because a lot of the time I would only have, like, say, like um, the only person I ever filmed was Jonathan and James. <clears throat> but with James, I didn't have the OF yet, so like it kind of wasn't about that. It was kind of like more something yeah, hot. It for fun. Whereas with um, Jonathan, we would be going at it, but like just in case one of us wanted, like we would always have the phone nearby. So like. Or I'd be like, hey, grab the phone real quick. And, like, we would record, like, mm-hmm. a couple minutes of it. So, like, we never, like, set out and just, like, film. That was, like, more just, like, a solo act for me. Okay. Um, but even then, like, knowing that that was, like, being filmed for somebody else, which just weird, like, with my partner, mm-hmm. I think it would be less weird if it wasn't with my partner, to be honest. Interesting.
0: Um, well, that's same thing, because, like, um, when I was doing that for a little bit, um when I started it was whatever, we, same mm-hmm. thing, we b- very rarely actually set out an intention, we're like, alright, we're doing this, perfect, now it kind of just happened naturally, we're like, yeah. yeah, grab the phone, whatever, um, but I noticed personally, like, as I, I we started originally, and then there was, like, a breakup, whatever, mm-hmm. and we've made some content one more time, like, half a year later, um, and when I came back to it like half a year later after kind of working on a lot of things and healing some of my own shit mm-hmm. I told her I was like I don't want to film your face. I don't want your eyes in this because like this moment in this experience is it's, for us. Yeah. I'm like I don't want some fucking fat goober sitting there in his like Cheeto covered hands jerking off to like yeah. like seeing you at your most vulnerable. Yeah. It's like I'm sharing this moment with you in this vulnerable state, that ain't for some like creepy bastard that's yeah. gonna say like, let me see that juicy spot. Oh. <laughs> the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah. So, I, like I said, um, you know, if, I, if anyone, if I if anyone like, like, oh wow, that's an easy job mm-hmm. or whatever, I'm like, are you fucking no, retarded? it's really not it's like though. one of the hardest fucking jobs Mentally, out there. Mentally,
1: it's one of the hardest ones out there. And then like everybody is gonna have, I've literally heard every single thing there is to hear about my body and like you just have to be okay with it like that some people think this about your body but at the same time you're gonna hear wonderful amazing things about like something that might have been your insecure um,
0: no i understand that completely um I just fucked with you how could it not fuck with you yeah um so I think fighting an uphill battle on that one. Sorry about I it. I think so. Um, like you said, we've all got traumas. We've all got shit that, you know, we have to work on that are a part of us. Like, they shape mm-hmm. us. They us who we are. And we deal with that every day. Um, but then if you throw that on top, especially in terms of, you know, trying to, then, like, if you can't compartmentalize that, and I think you do a very great job, how could you not? You would drown in it otherwise.
1: <laughs> right? It's,
0: like, fuck. I
1: learned how too fast.
0: Yeah. And I witnessed that, honestly. It was, like, kind of amazing to watch you, like, gain a thicker skin and, like, realize that, you know, these fucked up things that people are saying and kind of the things that they're projecting onto me, yeah. it's not me. It's them.
1: Wait, well, yeah, I remember, like, the first viral video I got. I think I think it was, like, 250,000 views. hmm And that one wasn't too bad because what was the sound? It was... Um, If it shouldn't be eaten, then why is it the shape of a taco or something like that? (laughs) And that one like wasn't too bad, but like I still got hate comments. I'm like, okay odd blah 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 And then like when my videos started getting like millions of views
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and It went from just like say like 200 comments max like max and that was like including like me commenting back all of a sudden like I was getting and I mean like thousands of comments just like ripping apart my body, or like my face, or my family, or like my personality, or like my dignity, and this and that. And I'm like, first of all, TikTok isn't even bad compared to what you're gonna see on my, like my Twitter or my O F. Like, um. And I just remember like getting so frustrated that these people thought that they knew me based off like a t- not even ten second TikTok that I had made to hopefully, you know, advertise myself and gain some attention to my OF and, like, advertise that. It's
2: your <clears> job.
1: Yeah, this yeah, is literally my job. Like, it's no different if, like, a men's razor was advertising to men and they're using hot women to do so. Yeah,
0: but you don't Or like, hear a like car. The, the people that are like, oh, look at this fucking person. I bet you do yeah. this and this and this because you're using that fucking razor, you stupid bitch.
1: Yeah, like, none of them... Flip it around. I'm like, but what about like men who use women? You guys don't care because it's the men using women. As soon as we take the men out of that equation, like these guys just got so butt hurt about like anything, and even like on TikTok Live, like I get so many just butt hurt men, and it went from just being like so frustrated about these people to just hearing the same thing over and over and over again to so mm-hmm. being like, okay, like, can you, yeah, I know, I've already heard that one, thank you, okay, like, next.
0: It's <laughs> kind of like you get, it happens so much that you realize you're like, wow, this really, like, I play no part in this. I really People don't. People are going to be this shitty regardless. Like, if someone's got, like, obviously you have to be some type of fucked and miserable and just not yeah. having a good time if that's what you're like, letting out and projecting and just like, sharing with the world.
1: Right? And like, Most of the time, like, if I'm sitting on TikTok Live or whatever, and, like, I get, like, a hater on, um, I'm just, like, why are you wasting your time with me? Like, that's okay if you hate me. Like, I really don't care. But, like, my favorite thing to say, which you've definitely heard me say, is if you're sitting at a restaurant and you don't like the dish, you're going to be like, I don't like this. You're going to tell the manager, and you're not going to keep eating, right? You're going to get a new dish or leave. Mm -hmm. Get your money back and leave. So I'm like, why do you keep eating this dish if you don't like it?
0: Some people are special. Like, just swipe and move. Some people are special.
1: You're what? literally just sitting there wasting your own time. Like, you're not hurting my feelings. Maybe if you caught me two years ago, you would have, but.
0: See, that's growth. Right? It's been beautiful to see. <laughs> uh, I mean, we all learn this in different ways. Like, fuck, my thing was just my super fucked up relationships that were like, oh let's just call this dude this this and this and this Mm -hmm. and you're all of these things and you do all this and I'm like oh fuck am I really same thing as you I for a long time I was like it upset me and I was frustrated and I was confused and I was like what Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck is this and then eventually you know as I became more just confident and secure in myself I Mm -hmm. was like no that's all your shit
2: yeah that's on you keep
0: that to yourself it's like misery loves company you know yeah someone feels like shit more often than not they try to make people that don't feel like shit they're like Fuck, you feel good.
1: I'm jealous.
0: (laughs) Fuck that. Let's make you feel like shit too.
1: That's like the people on Twitch who like, so many male streamers think that they should have followers or views just because they're good and not do any of the work. Like they don't have a vibey room, you know, for like, that's nice for people to look at. They're, you know, they, they get so angry at the game. That people are like, wow, like, dude, you need to calm down and, like, leave, you know? Like, no one wants to be like, ah, in their ear the entire (laughs) time, you know? No, obviously, like, when I'm gaming, I might, like, hype my shit up a little bit, whatever, but... Because it's entertaining a little bit, but no one wants pure... Yeah, you don't want, like, pure actual anger. Like, these guys want to punch a wall because of this game. Um,
0: It's just, like... The other day, where we were driving in traffic, you know, you got someone doing something retarded. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna get upset, but I'm just gonna comically be like, "Get the fuck out of the
1: exactly. way!" you Exactly. Yeah. It's just
0: for fun. I'm you laughing add about to it. it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not actually shooting my blood pressure to the roof and freaking out. I'm just right? like, "Look at this fucking pheasant."
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's how you feel about your um, delivery, and a lot of people got none. a whole lot of the wrong feeling going on.
1: And like, even then, they don't like put the work in on. TikTok or any, or like advertising themselves. They literally just sit there expecting people to find them. And I'm like, and then they go after Gamer Girls. Oh, you must have it so easy. Well, and I hate when people say that to me, especially like as I'm starting up my Twitch now that I have a following, it's because, Mm -hmm. well, yeah, like I have 400K on friggin' TikTok. Of course, what you don't think that they're not like going to migrate over. Mm -hmm. Of course they are. Of course, like, I'm going to have followers right away on there because guess what? I worked for two years advertising myself on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter Mm -hmm. for this type of stuff so that maybe when I did start Twitch, I would have a following right away, you know? And, like, these people just, like, it doesn't click. And I'm like, also, it's because look at your content. It's shit. Like, you don't put any extra stuff in it.
0: Oh, they're just angry because... They go to a nine to five job all week, and they're frustrated because they don't like their job. They don't like. They probably don't like their girlfriends. (laughs) (laughs) They're frustrated with their own lives, and that's how it comes up. Like it's someone that's. I mean, when I was younger, before I had seen the ins and outs, like, I mm-hmm. have my own TikTok account, too. So, I understand, like, how much fucking work goes in. I'm like, right? shit, girl. Like, you're busting ass. Like, this is not easy. There's a lot that goes into it.
1: And I'm not even, like, one of the hardest working, like, TikTokers out there. Like, mm-hmm. if you just take a look at Tatum, like, she... Work so incredibly hard. I asked her one day, I'm like, what the hell do you even do all day? Cause <laughs> like sitting here as a TikToker, like I would say like, I'm fairly like doing okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she's just like through the roof with it. She's doing amazing. And she goes, Oh, well I do this and this. And I go live from this time to this time. And then I go live on Twitch from like this time to this time. And she's just like doing it constantly and constantly making new yeah. TikToks or like TikTok accounts. And, like working nonstop. Stuff. Yeah. She's man. She's crazy. I love her to bits.
0: <laughs> the, the, the quick friend plug you gotta love it yeah <laughs> um, but it's true though like um when i was younger same things like some of these like bitter kind of ugly people that are like yeah. oh that's like so easy or like what do you do you sit around all day it's like are you fucking retarded if it was that easy do it yourself
2: right do, what? It yourself. do it yourself
0: um and like yeah as i grew up and lived life a little bit got a little bit of smarter pulled my head on my ass i was like fuck like no matter what you do doesn't fucking matter. You have to work your ass off if you want to make anything of it.
1: Exactly. And you have to learn at it. Like, you can't just do it, stay the same, and expect to grow. Mm -hmm. Like, my TikToks have gone so much better from the time I've started to now. Even if you look at my Twitch, my Twitch is slowly getting better with the things I'm learning from Mm -hmm. it. Um, But people will always just find a way to complain about something.
0: Typically.
2: Typically. Most
0: people. Yeah. i I'd like to think uh, we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. That more people are getting better and seeing things maybe kind of how, you know, we're talking, seeing things right now. Like, mm-hmm. things for what they are. You want something? You have to work at it.
2: For real.
0: Shit doesn't just fall out of the sky and it's like, oh, wow, you lucked out this time, mm-hmm. cupcake. Like, here you go. Here's everything you wanted. Like, I personally don't think luck exists.
1: No. I think you kind of manifest. and. By manifesting, I don't mean you just, like, think about it and it happens. I mean, like, you slowly start making little tiny decisions here and there. Mm-hmm. And it slowly starts adding up, you know? 100%.
0: It's, like, one of those things where, uh, I don't know, the way that I describe manifesting to people, it's, like, you decide what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. And then you almost, like, thank the universe. Like, then you imagine what the person that has these things is like. What does their life look like? Like, how is, you know, like what do they feel like? What do they do every day? Like, who are they as a mm-hmm. person that has got them to where they are? And then you begin to, just like you said, you do the little things. You start shaping yourself in that fashion mm-hmm. and, like, putting in the work. Like, you don't have to have a foolproof plan. No. Absolutely not. It's like if almost if you, the more steps you can put it, the better. But just any kind of actional work in combination with, like, embodying and being, like, grateful mm-hmm. and appreciative of, you know, having those things of being that person, then it just falls into place really fucking quick. Real. Well,
1: it's like I get like some friends being like, "Oh, how do you get this? How do you do that?" Blah 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 blah. And obviously, like <laughs> anybody who knows me knows I was seeing emo in high school. <laughs> and I and like I would want I wanted to originally keep that going, and I love that style and look, but. I have like always wanted to kind of be a trophy wife. Like that would even if I had my own business and that, like I still want to be married to someone who could take care of me financially because we grew up poor. Mm -hmm. So that's not something that I wanted my kids to ever go through as well. So that's kind of why I have that mindset too. And I've conditioned my life ever since I was a child to kind of like end up where I am. And like, the choices i've made with learning cars taking an interest in cars now i actually do like cars it's not just like let's go get guys <laughs> right no i actually do like cars i know you do um but i've learned watches i've learned suit styles i've learned how to pick out like nice things about a guy this and that and i've matched my style with that for the longest time i didn't want the pink in my hair because i'm like no, no no like that's not gonna go with the style i want you know this yeah. and that um getting my boobs done, you know, kind of like getting lashes, Botox and even just keeping my hair the normal color for so long, dressing a certain type of way. um, You know, cultivating my Instagram, it's slowly like part of manifesting that type of life that I want and moving my life that way. You know, some people are like, Oh, I'd want this type of life. I want this type of life. But they never make any steps to actually try and get to that part or like get to that type of life
0: all the time I think the big trap for people that don't really understand like manifesting and how that goes is they're like oh I want this mm-hmm. and all they do is they think about wanting that and that's the trap and that's because it. like you are putting out the energy that you want something so guess what you're gonna live an entire life wanting it and never because getting it. that's what you feel
1: yeah yep 100 percent.
0: yeah it's a little tricky you know it would be cool now if you know, some of this was talked about in school. You're like, hey, kids, you know how, like, the things you think about? Yeah, that's the fuck is gonna be Go your for life. It, right? Yeah. It's
1: like those people who say work to be a doctor, archaeologist, or a specialty. Most of the time, they start that in junior high mm-hmm. and they make the, their life choices, you mm-hmm. know, to coincide with that path of life. Because if the, they just sat at their desk thinking about, well, oh, I wanna be a doctor, but never actually getting the grades to do it or this and that, then you're not manifesting it you're just wanting it
2: yep
0: and that's the trap don't want to fall into that because then you're fucked um all right let's do a total 180 okay so you said you're content you're happy and you're fine if you don't okay actually I'll, i'll relate a little personally first and foremost um When I was younger, and I guess probably for the most of my life, seldom a few parts where I was jaded or hurt or upset, Mm -hmm. I've kind of always wanted to like have my person, if you will, Mm -hmm. where, you know, someone that I can confide in, build a fucking empire with, and I'm like, oh my God, Mm -hmm. I want to know everything about you and understand you and vice versa. They put that same effort and energy into me. Mm -hmm. So given our conversation earlier in the podcast, is that something that appeals to you? Like, is that something that you would like in your life? It used to what changed
1: i just stopped relying on people because here's the thing um i've always taken interest in movies where <laughs> um like E pray love is one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. um under the tuscan sun pretty much female leads are these women who get divorced and they go through this journey and kind of find themselves. And I'm pretty sure they both get married at the end of the movies, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But pretty much to me, that always just reminded me that no matter what, like I'm going to be here for me, kind of how I said before. Um, and there's always going to be someone else. There can always be someone else out there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just off of different women's advice and seeing just even on TikTok itself um how am i trying to see this right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you want to be the hero of your own life and you don't care if someone shows up be, uh, i don't know kind of? Sort of i think at the end of the day regardless you it's, need to heal yourself and be like your you need to be whole
1: it's my life it's not someone else's yeah yeah, so I, I don't I need that, that second person there. And these movies always kind of reminded me of that, where they were so scared to lose someone. And even then, I used to be so scared to lose my person, because at the mm. time, usually, like, my boyfriend was my person type thing. Yeah. Um,
0: Do you perceive that as attachment now?
1: Kind of. Yeah. But it, it's, to me, it's not like a healthy attachment. No, it's
0: not good at all. I've been in the same spots, and I think many people have, where... Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to truly love someone in a healthy relationship, mm-hmm. like, one of the ones I was speaking of, like, where, you know, it's your person. Like, yeah, you choose them actively every day mm-hmm. to spend time with them because they make you, like, you enjoy being around them. But at the end of the day, if I have this person in my life mm-hmm. and their quotation is my person, and like, you know, I think I've found everything I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at now and where I'll always be is, like, I'd be fine if I didn't have them. I wasn't yeah. seeking anyone to fill any kind of void. I mean, I fucking was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. That's for damn sure. And that blew up in my face every single time. I didn't realize it at the time, but shit, I realize it now.
1: Well, that's why it changed, because I realized like I don't mm-hmm. need a person because I am my
0: person. But you don't, which is perfect. That's yeah. how, every, you need to be like happy and whole amongst yourself
1: and I feel like when people say oh I need my person it's because they're missing or lacking something within themselves or if that person left they would be destroyed and Mm. I never want that I never want someone to leave me and me be destroyed why
0: so do you think that with just where you're at right now because I'm always curious like you wanted that once upon a time And then you went through some shit.
1: I feel like that's only because society and movies kind of told me that that's like how it was supposed to be. That you needed that one person in your life. You needed your person. You needed someone who, you know, screw your family, screw life, screw the business, this and that. Let's go run away together. That's how I feel like movies just taught me that.
0: I would agree. They glamorize the fuck out of that. You're like, oh my God, save me. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Well, that's not healthy. That's no. That's completely fucked. My only point in all of this is like, okay, fair. Because of the glamorization, all the bullshit, Mm -hmm. um, you see that part. You're like, that's not healthy. That's not good. And you know better. You're like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Um, What I'm saying is, once you are whole, and once you're like, you're fine on your own. You don't need anyone else. Mm -hmm. I just think that life in general is better shared with loved ones. Shared with anyone, really.
1: Exactly. That, too. Because your person doesn't have to be a romantic person.
0: I was going to add to that, too. Like, you you design your own life. You For pick what you want out of it. So, like, you not wanting a person, that could stay. And you could just, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: live a very beautiful life. Like, you have people that... I
1: have my people.
0: Yeah. you could, And this even gets into, like, people that are in, like, open relationships. Mm-hmm. And, like, polyamorous things. Where, like, they build a life... themselves depending on what they deem good for them if you're Mm -hmm. happy if you're happy and fulfilled that's all that matters that
1: was another thing that i noticed say when like jonathan and i broke up um i had mainly you and daria Mm -hmm. um and daria a lot because she was going through the same thing i was going through at the time so we kind of bonded together like we took each other out on dates and like we did the stuff that our men would usually do with each other. Mm-hmm. Um kiss okay, no kidding almost um <laughs> she's gonna kill me if she hears that I'll
0: be like, hey uh you might want to listen to this podcast.
1: Katie <laughs> um,
0: um Yeah. I really do so- the same thing. Honestly,
1: yeah, I have my people and I don't need a person or a romantic person to fill that void
0: So what happens like okay, I'm in total agreement like no one should ever be filling a void you should be uh, Completely happy Mm -hmm. on your own. Um, and That's a big thing that just like exactly what you said Mm -hmm. Um, for the most part of You know my adulthood if you will I was in relationships Mm -hmm. so because of that my social circle kind of lacked at times Mm-hmm. I had the person I was dating and then like my family and, you know, who I don't see too often. Yeah. I talk to once in a while, but what, they, we weren't actively seeing where they're really close. So I didn't really have anyone other than who I was dating. Mm-hmm. S- and then like the odd acquaintance or whatever. So after this last relationship that I was in, um, I took a lot of time to myself and I actually like built a healthy social circle and the same thing. I was like, holy fuck. It's like I can fulfill. It's
1: so fulfilling to yeah. have that without the relationship.
0: Yep. Big time. Like, you can satiate those needs of, like, human interaction and connection Mm -hmm. without having a fucking partner.
1: And I think a lot of people are missing that, which is sad because, obviously, romantic partnerships don't work out a lot of times. So, it's kind of something that we touched on before where I said that men and women who become friends and aren't used to having that actual friendship, Mm -hmm. since it's literally been hounded into them that boys and girls can't be friends since they were children um that they take these feelings as romantic feelings and they don't know how to see the difference between the two so they get married and that you know maybe there's not that sexual attraction
0: or it's attachment
1: or it's attachment but you know that you're going to have a good time with this person but maybe you don't you know you're always wondering if there's something else out there um and that's because they're not meant for you in that way. They're only meant for you as that friendship and not a partnership.
0: I would agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I know in my life personally, in many people's lives, especially nowadays, like uh, a healthy relationship isn't really advertised or demonstrated. Mm-hmm. It's like, what the fuck does that actually look like?
1: Um, I feel like there's also different... Types of healthy relationships too which also makes it hard to see because mm-hmm. well, everyone's relationship is different
0: 100% I'm like one thing right now which is very intriguing for me is like um you know I have a girlfriend now mm-hmm. who I've just recently met and getting mm-hmm. to know it and um I'm loving the experience mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it a lot and it's curious because I wasn't looking for this mm-hmm. it just happened And it's interesting to me because it's the healthiest thing I've ever observed to date. I'm like, holy fucking shit. To the point where, I mean, last night we were on the phone and she's making a joke about how, you know, like, for example, I have a lot of predominantly female friends. And I told her, about half of them, once upon a time, there was Mm -hmm. probably an instance where, like, we had a little thing for a second. And there's still like some sort of like you know just in one of lives to a degree yeah and it was kind of amazing in the sense where you know with certain circumstances relationship just kind of mm-hmm. springing up and happening I'm like I can be completely transparent I can tell her about like this friend where mm-hmm. we're having this interac- interaction and she's sitting there with an awareness about herself like obviously it's kind of uncomfortable if like your person like who you're sharing yeah. your life with has had a sexual relation, with, like a moment with someone else, mm-hmm. and now they're still, like, amongst one another, you know?
1: I think, um, Nick kind of struggles with that, because sometimes I do talk to James, but mm. James and I are very, very self-aware of what our relationship is. Yeah. Um, and Nick knows that I slept with James, so he's kind of like, oh, like, what did you, and James, talk about? You know, and we like, usually have nothing to worry about. Like we would only sleep together if we're not in relationships. And it's not like we're waiting to get out of our relationships to sleep. I'm like, it's not like that. It's, and even then, I don't think last time I was, you know, not in a relationship. I didn't even sleep with him that time. You know, See,
0: that's my partner made the same point. She was like, okay, well, if you're maintaining this connection
2: mm-hmm.
0: in whatever capacity,
2: mm-hmm.
0: probably because like, Sure you guys can both be respectful in that moment Mm -hmm. and, like, respect one another's relationships and your boundaries. But if you're both single again, you'll probably end up fucking once again.
1: Yes, but I think that James and I are kind of past that because we were both single, like, at the same time. Like, we both knew it we didn't pursue that we would just kind of like talk literally just talk kind of how you and i are yeah um or i would go to because i don't have like that many male friends that i would trust with a lot of things mm-hmm. and because james and i have been so intimate before um it's kind of easy to trust him because yeah. we have like him you and i have we have
0: had like yeah conversations we, that you don't have with other people
1: exactly and we yeah. have gone through a lot you know like he's been there as a like, an actual friend through multiple guys. Um, And there's been pain in our relationship. There's been, like, pleasure. But a huge part of that tied into friendship as well. And I think I've always been able to have these male friendships because I grew up with having stepbrothers who aren't my blood, but but I think of them as brothers, you know? So I already had to make that male connection that's not a sexual one, that's yep. purely family and friendship. Um, so I'm kind of used to it already. So for me, it was easy. It's easy to see a guy in this way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard for some men to understand that. And they're like, oh no, you just wanna go fuck them again. I'm like, but I really, like, I don't, I don't.
0: I, and that's the same thing. I told my partner, like, exactly how we're talking right now, Mm -hmm. uh, her and I, how it was so transparent and we were just explaining, like, our mentality, how Mm -hmm. we think about things, what a situation is, like, equally, went Mm -hmm. back and forth so that we could understand each other's perspectives and, like, given some of the subject matter and situations were Mm -hmm. fairly uncomfortable or awkward, it was like, I thought it was beautiful and healthy because it's like, holy fuck. Mm -hmm. I can sit there and have this conversation with you and it's not an argument or a blow up. It's like we're learning to understand one another and like we're moving forward. I
1: want to know about your past so we can, you know, learn from it, even if it is awkward.
0: 100%.
1: You know, that's what some people forget about. They're like, oh, they're just talking about their exes, this and that. Don't talk about your ex. I'm like, well, why not? That was, it was either a very loving moment for you and it was a really good moment for you. And it may not have just worked out or is very traumatic, which is also important to know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are just so scared to talk about their exes and they don't get it.
0: I think it, it's... I agree with you. It's one of those things, though. It just depends on, like, context and ton- Yeah, tonality. it depends on
1: what you're talking about. Like, if yeah. you're comparing <clears throat> your boyfriend or girlfriend oh, to your ex, I've... that's weird. Yeah, no. Or if I you're mean... like, oh, I used to take my ex here. Ooh,
0: oh, that's weird. That's big yikes. Yeah. I, yeah, just to preface for everyone, I think it's one of those things where, like, if you're actively, like you know, having a deep conversation to better understand like who and what your partner Mm -hmm. is versus like someone just randomly blurting out, oh yeah, yeah. we did this. Like, sorry, what?
1: Like, I don't care. Why the fuck are you thinking about that? So you just did that with a friend then if you want to tell me about it.
0: Yeah, that's, even, even then, it's like weird. Like, why the fuck would you be thinking about your ex when you're with someone that you're seeing? That's fucked.
1: I mean, it's kind of understandable though because if that person was a part, because sometimes it's not all bad. So you guys are just kind of. I'll be doing something and all of a sudden I'll think of Jonathan or like something will remind me of Jonathan because like we had that or it'll remind me of Mihai Maybe. or you know or like if I see an I-8 it reminds me of like two different people, that's you know? That's
0: understandable.
1: So it's not necessarily that like I'm thinking about my ex.
0: You just had something that, that jogged in your brain, yeah. and you're like, okay.
1: Oh, like hey, I remember my ex did, you know, that's kind of understand. a Understandable.
0: Well, I just, personally, I think it'd be weird if they're mentioning, like feeling the need to share that moment. It's like, yeah. Uh, uh, debatable. I guess everyone's <laughs> every. It kind of like it just
1: like depends on what you guys are talking about too at the time. Uh, like if it was something sexual, that also be weird. <laughs> Max yeah, did this.
0: That's f- completely fucked.
1: Right? Ooh, no, thank you.
0: I don't know. Doing, I guess, coming back full circle. Um, I think that's a big part of it, and why like we'd even discuss like the whole male and female friend thing. Mm-hmm. Um. I agree, I, don't th- I think in most situations it typically isn't a thing and I feel sorry for you girls because like most dudes are like, you know, if there's an agenda and they're like, Always. oh I want to fuck this girl and then, like I'm just doing this, be- like I'm being a friend so maybe maybe just one day I get a crumb of pussy and like...
1: It kind of sucks being a girl and knowing that a lot of my male friends, even though I, I truly do see them as friends and I know that they do see me as a friend if I gave them the chance, that they would take it. Like, I want some some friends who are like, ew, get the fuck, ew. Right. You know, like, you and I, you're like, ew.
0: (laughs) (laughs) go away. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Type thing.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Because then it's always, like, lurking in the back of my head that, yeah, all they want to do is sleep with me. You know?
0: Yeah. It it just, it kind of invalidates what you think is an authentic moment. Yeah. You're like, uh, ick. And... You know, even when I was having a conversation the other night, same thing, where I was like, I kind of understood it. Mm-hmm. Where, don't get me wrong, had some friends where um, we didn't sleep together. Mm-hmm. But when I think back on it, I'm like, oh, they kind of wanted to. I've, wanted I've had to, instances yeah. where um, it came out in the future where like mm-hmm. they were hanging around and all they really cared about was wanting to fuck.
2: Ew.
0: And I'm like oh, so this is what girls feel like. It's fucking, yeah. like, dude, are you it's serious? It's kind of greasy. Yeah, thing. you're like, fuck you. It's like, I've given you my time, my energy, yeah. and I was authentic and real with you. I gave you that. And meanwhile, you, what you reciprocated was all because you fantasize.
1: Mm-hmm. See, now, on the flip side of that, though, with the type of, like, social circles that I'm in sometimes... Mm-hmm. And I do have those male friends who maybe have a little bit more money or nice cars or this and that. And they do want to sleep with me. <laughs> and I, obviously, I know this. Like, you get a vibe, okay? I'm not just saying, like, Ooh, everyone wants to sleep with That's not it. You just get a vibe sometimes, like, the way they look at you, this and that. Um, pay
0: attention, you can tell.
1: Yeah, pay attention. Exactly, you can tell. Yeah. They'll bend over backwards for you. It's fantastic. I'm like, you know what? If you're going to be a little bit of a creep, I'm going to use you just a little bit, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> well, I think that's sadly the world we live in. Unfortunately. It's like you have something that I can benefit or use yeah. and so sure, I'll allow your attention and your energy. Sure.
1: Sometimes it's not even that, like they, sometimes they don't even ever like try to co- cross that boundary. Mm-hmm. They are actually like kind of respectful of you. But at the same time, like I said, you know that they want to sleep with you still.
0: Bol- I'm calling bullshit on that right now. If, if you feel that, it's because they fucking want that. 100%. Well, you can
1: just tell by, like, how they act around you. Not necessarily by them saying something. Well,
0: yeah, but they're still thinking it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just kind of like...
0: <laughs> so, they were trying.
1: But they're not crossing that boundary of, like, uh, like trying. Like trying to kiss me like i know when a dude's trying to romance me versus like someone's who's like my friend but kind of wants to sleep with me like i have a couple of those who like given the chance they would but do i want that no do they understand that yes so
0: let's debate this you have friends you just said that want to sleep with you yeah and you keep them in your life but you have a boyfriend so how like how's that
1: well i don't hang out with them
0: Okay, that's fair. Like it's ever. Like, It's very distant, but why yeah. Why do you still keep that connection? Or it's just kind of... Why do you still it. keep it? Why?
1: Well, my boyfriend and I don't last. What the
0: fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate like and I said, respect it's me the me so much. <laughs> That's fair. And honestly, like, what you just said, a lot of people wouldn't fucking say. So yeah. good for you. Because, like, I mean, that is the reality of the situation. You see a lot of people where um, and they monkey sorry. branch. Usually when I serious.
1: have... A boyfriend, I don't talk to these people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... Because I know that my boyfriend would not be okay yeah. if I went and hung out with them. They're, like, when I'm single and I want to go do something so or, it's like, have big friends.
0: respectful waiting game.
1: Kind of. But, like, I'm never gonna... I get
0: it. You're, you don't have an intention. You don't have an expectation. Yeah. But like, or they're just they're like, there on my following
1: if? list or something.
0: Okay. So, circling back to... Um, the conversation with my partner where she was challenging me and she's like, you're maintaining this connection because Mm -hmm. like, if you were both single, well, then you'd be fucking again. And Mm -hmm. that completely goes hand in hand with what you just said.
1: It's kind of... I don't have the intention of being single. I don't have the intention of ever breaking up with you. I don't have... You know, it's not like I'm... Well, I think I might break up with them so I'm just going to keep this here. It's not like... You know what these people are okay people i've made connections with them yeah i kind of like consider them friends if anything you know if my partner and i do end up breaking up then i have those friends there like i have this social circle there
0: okay i can speak to that i can agree um because i have one friend where we tried seeing each other Mm -hmm. for a bit we tried dating wasn't for us and then we maintained a relationship like a friendship Mm -hmm. yes, we still slept together once in a while, but we weren't seeing each other, like, regularly. Yeah. And now, I'm dating someone. Mm -hmm. I'm in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I just caught up with that friend again Mm -hmm. after not seeing them for a couple months, and it was like, oh, hey, how's it going? What's going on in your life? Mm -hmm. And it was completely platonic. Like, Mm -hmm. I was genuinely enthusiastic to hear about, like, her and, like, the person Mm -hmm. she's seeing, and she was happy for me. Like, genuinely happy. You Mm -hmm. can feel that. Um... And it was all good. And when I told this to my partner, um, she's like, yeah, and that's totally cool. She's like, I think that works because she's got someone right now. Yeah. And I can't say any other because that is the circumstance you wouldn't know unless it was different.
1: Yeah. And I feel as if there's also, when you are actually friends, they will, even though you guys had that history both of you will be super respectful of one another's relationship, Mm -hmm. right? There's never that, oh, well, maybe we'll cross lines. No, it's, we're still friends. We have that friendship. Yeah. And then that, like, anything that was sexual is literally, like, cut.
0: It's gone. I agree, 100%. You know, like,
1: I don't feel that way about you.
0: And that's what I expressed and I said because, um, like, Again, her point being, she's like, well, if you guys are single again... And that's... I think it's a what if. Because in the exact same way that... I mean, you spoke about James. And you said, like, you had shared these intimate moments. Like, you had these, like, deeper conversations. Mm -hmm. Like, you had a genuine connection, even outside of sex, Mm -hmm. with that person. It's the exact same thing where it's like, this is someone that I've spent time with. That I've, like, you know, shared myself with. And we Mm -hmm. know one another. So, it's like, I... Feel appreciated, I appreciate mm-hmm. them, and like I can completely detach that. Like, like you said, the sexual thing mm-hmm. completely gone. It's, it's just completely. like it's, I still because it, it never was solely about the sex, yeah. For and I don't know. I, th-
1: and even if it was just kind of about the sex, if it's just about sex and there's no feelings, it's so easy to cut that away.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, right? I think that would be problematic if you had a relationship that was strictly fucking. And then you start yeah. seeing someone and you're maintaining that relationship. What in the fuck are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Like, the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, at the end of the day, there's um, there is no right or wrong answer. And there's, like, so many revolving parts that you just have to be genuine, authentic, and transparent with, like, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you are in a relationship with anyone, be that, like, wow well, If you have a partner, Mm -hmm. and in my case specifically, if you communicate those things, like, in the past, I've had partners where if I spoke about some of these things, or if I had female friends, they They would freak freak the fuck out. They're, like, going off for no reason. Like, I'm like, what?
1: I know, that's why I'm always, like, so iffy to try and mention any, like, guy friends or this and that, because, like, I'm always afraid of my partners just, like, exploding. Or not trusting me or this and that. And it's like, well, you know, it's not, you know, I trust you, but I don't trust them. It's like, okay, but then you don't trust me.
0: 100%.
1: Because, like, you think I'm going to allow them to do something. Yeah. And even if they tried, you think I'm going to stay in that situation where it's going to fuck up a relationship? No, I'm going to get the fuck out of there. 100%. Yeah. I...
0: Yeah think you nailed that one absolutely perfectly
2: yeah
0: um and i think that's like i mentioned where i'm just shocked and amazed and so grateful that you know i have what i perceive as what is definitely for sure the healthiest relationship i've ever mm-hmm. been in because like we can have these conversations without judgment and i can explain where i am and why yeah. i'm doing the things that i'm doing and it's fine and it's mm-hmm. good and we better understand each other and We can move forward in a way where we can respect one another's feelings. Yeah, and needs.
1: you're not just like blowing it. Well, that's like when Nick called me one day and he's like, oh um, Enrique's getting married, you know, and they just told me or I think it was no it was Mikey Mikey and his girl were just getting married mm-hmm. um, and it's months from now. I think like two years from now or something like that and he goes my ex and I have to walk down the aisle together because his ex, her best friend is Emily's best friend. And at first I'm like, what the fuck? No, like, no. And then I'm like, wait, why am I getting mad about this? They're not together. It's not my wedding. I've met these people once. Mm -hmm. It's a quick walk down the aisle and then stand across. I'm like, why am I getting so insecure about this? Like what? It makes no sense.
0: I think At the end of the day, I think it all very much just comes back to do you trust your partner? Exactly. That's it.
1: Because if she tried kissing him, I would, you know, he'd be
0: like, nah, bitch. Yeah,
1: he'd be like, nah, she's crazy. Get out of here. And then
0: realistically speaking, if he was like, okay, bitch, and it happened, you could be like, bye.
1: Well, then bye. Exactly. Um, I think people are so scared of saying that goodbye. That they let people get away with so much shit. Well, I mean, I'm one That them, would be but
0: if they derived the relationship out of attachment.
1: That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're that's fit. another reason why I'm just not scared to not have like a relationship person. Because I'm like, well, I don't need them. If they say bye, okay, bye.
0: It truly was like the most beautiful thing that I ever heard when someone described, I think it was wedding vows of this one couple. Mm. And it was, they were speaking on that premise, like, this isn't a relationship derived out of attachment. Like, yeah. I love you for you, and I'm going to actively choose to be with you every day yeah. because I want to, not because I need to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, That's that the most profound, beautiful shit ever, Right? you just, you don't see it that much nowadays.
1: I know. Sometimes what my partners will say something where it's very attachment style and I'm just like, Ooh, no, you make. don't have to say that. <laughs> and I feel like they only say that because they haven't healed these parts of themselves or they haven't gone on this journey.
0: 100%.
1: Um, or they just. Don't learn from their heartbreak. Some people get their heartbroken and just stay in that same zone from before their heartbreak. I'm like, well, why Why are you there? Mm-hmm. You got to be better. Move up. Keep going. So
0: we got into this. Some people just like to stay right where they are, even if right where they are is not an is awesome time. shit. Like, just like my be... stepmother
1: and my father. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, we're going to have a vent session? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>
1: Y'all want to get into my uh... mother, I mean, my stepmother and my father? <laughs>
0: I mean, you're calling that one. Uh, I'll let you be the judge of that.
1: I mean, we can.
0: How do you think that influenced, like, your relationships and who you are today?
1: Um, well, ever since I was a child, they've had a very toxic relationship. Uh, they've always yelled at each other. I've seen her get locked out, him toss her shit out. Um, even now like there's shit going on with them that I don't even really know about because I'm not in their lives anymore But they try and stick their asses in mine still um, But I just see that and I'm like you I don't want the person I'm supposed to be in love with You're not supposed to fight like that mm-hmm. and then I see my mom where she's been you know, she's had boyfriends here and there like throughout the years um, but she's mainly chosen to stay alone because she just would rather be alone than get hurt again. And she would rather, she doesn't need someone there for her. Like my dad and my stepmother, they needed each other. You know, like they depended on each other, they were sewn together. Whereas my mom, she's kind of like, nah, like, I'm not going to let some man make me feel like that again, especially after dealing with my dad for so See,
2: long. See, but like, uh,
0: I, f- like, I f- heart goes out to where I feel, it, like, even I e- her to every, find love. I know, but just the way that you worded that, like, she's inhibiting herself, and she's closing herself mm-hmm. off from it because she's scared of getting hurt again.
1: But even if it's not just hurt. she's just like, I don't want to deal with their fucking bullshit.
0: I, I think it comes back to like what we spoke about earlier, yeah. manifesting. If you think that's what relationships are, that's what you're gonna fucking get.
1: Yeah. I, I think know. that's also just very hard for. I think she's a very beautiful woman, like despite her size. Um, like she Size don't mean shit. Exactly. Beautiful like woman. that's exactly that's what yes. I mean. Like she. I don't know if I even worded that right. I might have worded that wrong. Um, but she lacks that confidence because she's bigger. Yeah. And I remember like on the volley, I was laying in bed with her and I'm like, you're so beautiful. I wish you could see it because she is. And I know that it's her confidence in herself and her looks Mm
0: -hmm.
1: as to why she finds these shit ass men. Because there's
0: she's she's settling for less because she thinks that that's all she...
1: Or that, that that's all that's out there. Yeah. And I'm like, no, because if you look, there's bigger women out there who have men who are six foot seven, God, taller than you. Yeah. And like, you know, out to here with their muscles. And why? Because these women are confident, they're beautiful, they believe in themselves, this and that, you know? Yeah. Like, they
0: they Legitimately d- they the think, internal state. Yeah. It's your energy. Like, uh, like, I agree with you completely. I feel for her like she's a beautiful and total for sweetheart, real. heart of gold. Um, for
1: real. She's like, any man would be lucky to have her.
0: Very much. But like, that's the thing. And like, even on my TikTok, when I see some comments where, mm-hmm. you know, I'll post like a thirst trap or whatever. And some woman's like, uh, one, for example, it's like, could I pull you? And you have this woman that's like, yeah, oh, you could I'm pull me, but you'd never want to be with me. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. The first thing I say, I'm like, okay. Competence. I'm like, girl, you can have whoever you want, but for you real. need to truly believe that. Yeah. You need to see your value and your worth. And mm-hmm. that can't just be like, you can't be faking it. you got to no. actually feel that through and through. Yeah. 100%. Um,
1: <sighs> she knows that she's a good person. And I think that's why she also gets kind of used by her relationships. Because that one dude, Carl, oh my God. I want to... Um she knows that she's a good person. She knows that she can help people and she wants to, like, help the people in her relationships, this and that. And mm-hmm. they walk all over her because, like, they can see that, yes, she has this beautiful heart of gold, but she's not confident.
0: hmm So they play on that.
1: Yeah, and it makes me so angry. I'm like, can you not? I'm, I'm going to stab you. Oh,
0: well, yeah, that's tool behavior.
1: Yeah, and it sucks to see that. So I think... Growing up and always seeing kind of my mom being alone and she did hide sometimes when she had relationships mm-hmm. um, Just to kind of see how it went before she introduced us yep. um,
0: Which is a good honor, is yeah, should Yes.
1: So, well, actually there was one I'm not gonna get too into it because this is her personal information yeah. where some um, Some shit happened and I didn't find out about it until I was in It wasn't abuse or anything but uh, I didn't find out about it till after. And it was, like, a huge thing that happened. And I'm like, what the heck? I thought, like, I would have known about this. Yeah. Um, I forgot where I was going.
0: She experienced something not awesome, and she, yeah, I she remember carried that, that with That's her?
1: Kind of. I Yeah, she kind of carried that, too. And maybe not wanting to go through that necessarily again. Um,
0: yeah. Which I, sucks. I get it. I... Uh,
1: Oh, wait, I remember. Okay. I remember,
0: okay. Get into
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> um, seeing my mom kind of like being alone throughout the years also helped me not settle type yeah. thing. Cause she, I remember one guy, he creeped me the hell out, and I think that was a huge reason why she broke up with him too. And I kept telling him, like, no, her, like, no, he's yes. not good, he's not good. And, like, she ended up with him. And, like, he was just being weird and about it. Um But she never just like settled for a relationship she never has she's like no you're not good for me or if she gets broken up with obviously like it's sad like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know we all get our heart broken multiple times
0: yeah
1: but she she's never like just settled for a relationship even with my dad um she left him while she was pregnant with me you know Mm -hmm. like he threatened to kill her with a knife while i was in her belly type thing so she's that's one reason why I'm fine with not having a person, too. Because my mom has, you know, she's been our person. I've been her person. She's mm-hmm. had friends that have been her person. So I've grown up with not kind of seeing that as well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I didn't realize it until I was more into my, I would say, like, late teens.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my premise and the whole takeaway on all of this is, like, a general theme of this episode You have to keep moving forward. You have to keep progressing. You're learning about yourself. Actively trying to heal those parts of yourself. And that's why I'll give you a little bit of shit. I think that, like, maybe one day, and it's okay, and it's totally fine if you don't, Mm -hmm. but I think that, like, I personally think you'll come to a spot where, like, like, it's not that you're going to seek it. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be that you need it. Mm -hmm. But I think someone, if it's not Nick, Maybe it's Nick, it could maybe. totally be Nick, for maybe. sure. And if it's not though, I think someone will show up and be like, you'll be like, fuck, you'll be like, I just fucking know that this is what's up. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know, it's one of those things where, um, and same thing with like, I was kind of ended up being a serial monogamous without even really trying.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And same thing, it was like, fuck, I just had my heart blown into a million and a half fucking pieces. And yes there was some void that were being filled mm-hmm. and like hopped into a relationship quicker than I said it wasn't that I was seeking it but I'm like oh this girl makes me feel, I feel better I yeah. feel good and then you know I definitely was in a place in a relationship I hadn't healed my shit mm. so boom I fucking blew up worse oh shit and then I was what? fucked extra fucking hard but wait, it gets better. I do it again. But oh, wait, there's. I'm smaller. like, just wait. We can make this fucking worse. Gosh. And I kept doing that till I was completely, absolutely, entirely eroded. And mm-hmm. then, um, yep, I can definitely say that was that was my bottom for sure. And I'll never be back in that spot. Just with the awareness that I have now. And I mean, even like you said the other day, and even myself personally. Um, you're like, fuck, you're in a relationship? And I was like... Yeah, I'm
1: like, what? The hell is going on? I'm like, that's wild, The hell has hey? frozen over. I'm like, what in
0: the fuck's <laughs> going on? Because, like, it was that same thing. I wasn't looking for shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and same thing as you. I was like, I don't need a person. I'm going to be don't. totally fine on my own. And I was, like, really... You know, I was excited. I still am excited for, like, what, what comes in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, And then after meeting her and, like... You know, that just feeling right. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, now I'm excited about this and building a future with you. Mm-hmm. And same thing. If it doesn't work out for whatever reason, I'm going to be totally fine. I'm going
2: to be fine, and yeah. I'm going to be
0: like so happy and grateful and appreciative for the experience still. And I'm like trying yeah. that. I'm like, fuck it. Cool. It goes from one of those things where when I was loving from attachment, oh my God. What a fucking that mess that was. That horrible. was horrible. I was. chose,
1: ugh, the people I chose, lordy.
0: Are we all been there?
1: Yeah, I never really want to go through that again. Just kind of what you said. Thinking about back to, I would say from like 20, maybe 19 mm-hmm. to probably 20. How old is 24 now. Yeah, so like I would say 22 maybe. Maybe 19 to 21-ish. Yeah. So much just self-destructive behavior. And I just never want to be back there again. Like, sleeping with multiple men.
0: Girl, I was there. That yeah, shit don't feel good.
1: It don't.
0: Fucks you up real good.
1: I think that's another reason why I'm partially just kind of like bleh about it. Because I did sleep with people as like a form of self-harm.
0: Yeah. And then now you have a constant bombardment of the fucking ick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, huh. Any, any, any closing statements? Anything you want to tell the world?
1: subscribe to my only fans. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> my Instagram I'm, I'm, is koshka riley with two eyes.
0: Okay, There you go. I'm leaving that in there. rightfully <laughs> so, <perfect>. <laughs> so you got your plug. Um yeah, I think we we're <laughs> it I guess a a closing statement if anything. Like, just keep working on your shit. Move forward. Life gets yeah. better if you decide you want it to get better.
1: Yeah, if you constantly stay stuck, you're just going to, you know, if you're not wanting to move forward, you're not going to, you know. So you got to be like, I want to be better. And then you actually have to make those steps. Yeah,
0: And don't just want to be better. Fucking do, do shit it. to yeah. be better. Just fucking do it. The whole thing. Even
1: if it's starting with like a 10-minute walk per day. Yep.
0: Damn right, walking is the greatest thing you can yeah. ever do Don't be on
1: your phone. Have some music. Just your thoughts.
0: There you go. We just help the world. For real. A little bit brighter.
1: Or just lay on your floor with some music too. to <laughs> God, that helps. <laughs>
0: Perfect.
2: There it is.
1: (laughs) Boom.